0: Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and as always, I am so glad to be with you today. Today's episode is from an older blog post that I have wanted to expand on for quite some time. So you may have already read 10 characteristics of humility at the blog in the past, and I'm going to leave that post up as it is, but I really wanted to just expand on each of those and work through a bit more on the topic of humility with you. This has been on my list for some time because I I think we all know what a battle pride can be for us or personally, at least I know what it is, a purpose pride has is self-glorification and it robs God of his glory and it seeks to bring ourselves glory. And one resource that I kept coming back to is just this powerful little booklet by Stuart Scott. It's called From Pride, To humility and his booklet is taken from a chapter of the exemplary husband except the booklet what I love about it is it's written for for men or women it's written for even teenagers it's just a really good booklet and it was one I was giving a reread which I probably should do more often as I picked it up to reread it and I just wanted to share some of my notes and takeaways with you so we're going to walk through what are the characteristics of a humble person and then basically how does a person who's humble live or think differently from one who's prideful charles spurgeon charles spurgeon it's kind of a tongue twister when you do it that way charles spurgeon said in a very um it's a quote you've probably seen before but he says every christian has a choice between being humble or being humbled And every time I see that quote, it reminds me how often the Lord has to humble me. So I really hate it when that ugly sin of pride raises its head in my life and my heart desire. It needs to be to keep killing it. Romans 7 comes to mind here, and I understand the issues Paul was walking us through in it. I'm going to read here verses 22 to 25 in chapter 7. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So, by God's grace, we need to keep resisting sin's power and control in our lives. The verses I just shared in Romans 7 remind us that if we are redeemed, We can joyfully agree with God's law. We can give thanks to the Lord, and we know that we will triumph in this struggle against the ugly sin of pride because Jesus Christ is our deliverer. So, friend, we need to continue to persevere and fight the good fight. Humility is defined as a personal quality in which an individual shows dependence on God and respect for other persons. Stuart Scott, in his booklet, defines humility as the mindset of christ a servant's mindset a focus on god and others a pursuit of the recognition and ex- the exaltation of god and a desire to glorify and please god in all things and by all things he has given so i desire to strive for the virtue of humility in my life if you're listening in here i'm assuming that's your desire too and the choice i would like to make is to be humble and not to be humbled. And unfortunately, the latter happens quite frequently more in my life, it seems, than the former at times. So we're going to talk about how does a person who is humble live differently from one who is prideful. And this list is not exhaustive, but maybe it'll be a start for you to make your list of areas that you need to be mindful of when we think of how gracious our good God is towards us and that we have no right to be prideful in any area of our lives in stuart scott's booklet he has a list of manifestations of pride and the purpose to work through them is they help us to see the self-righteousness in our lives and then then he also has a list of manifestations of humility and those are to help evaluate our lives how a humble person lives differently than a prideful person so in today's episode i just want to help us to begin to recognize pride in our lives and not just recognize it but to say the same thing god says about it and confess it and repent of it pride is sin and all sin is an abomination to the lord so we need to come to a place of humble repentance and to a place of seeing ourselves rightly before the lord and giving god the glory he deserves john calvin said man is never sufficiently touched and affected by the awareness of his lowly state until he has compared himself with god's majesty so humility is simply friend thinking rightly of ourselves as we compare ourselves to the lord i'm going to walk through 10 comparisons of when our thinking is prideful versus when we're walking in humility before the lord and others The prideful attitudes are ones that we would want to put off and the attitudes of humility are the ones we should desire to put on and whenever i say put on put off it brings me to ephesians chapter 4 verses 22 and 24 through 24 to put off the old self which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So number one, prideful people may complain against God regarding their circumstances or challenging situations in their lives. They may find themselves questioning God and his goodness, where humble people, they're going to trust in the sovereignty of God. They're going to see themselves rightly before their creator and know that God is perfect in all his judgments and they don't, need the, they don't feel the need to question God. I think here to spend some time camping in Romans chapters 8 and 9. Number two, prideful people have a lack of gratitude and they find themselves being complainers and not thankful to the Lord and others. They may be critical and discontent or humble people are thankful people they give thanks to the Lord in all things thinking here first Thessalonians five eighteen, even the hard things and they trust that God is working out all things for good they find themselves thanking the Lord and others often and they don't have expectations of what they deserve so that anything they receive they are truly grateful for number three prideful people have forgotten the gospel the focus has turned to self and away from the Lord. They forget to acknowledge their full dependence on the Lord. We're humble people. They're in awe of God's goodness and grace towards them. They know they're sinners destined and deserving of hell and that our gracious Savior raised us from the dead and gave us new life in Christ, all undeserved. This is one that we all need to revisit often in our hearts and minds i'm thinking here romans six twenty three and psalm 116 12 through 19 and i'll put all these references in the show notes but if you if you have a moment and you just want to pop some headphones on and keep listening revisit um my episode 69 which was preaching the gospel to yourself because that's what we really need to continue to do number four Prideful people get jealous or envious of others. They may find themselves boasting about what they're doing, and the focus is primarily on self, sharing their accomplishments and all they're doing. I'm referencing here Proverbs seventeen two, Galatians six three, and First Corinthians thirteen four. Humble people can rejoice with others. They can celebrate when others are successful, being reminded everything we have and have been blessed with is from the Lord. They are interested in what others are doing and how the Lord is working in their lives. They seek ways to build others up. I reference Romans 12 15 there. Number five, prideful people see themselves as better than others their way is the right way their opinion is the right opinion they're going to voice their opinion or preferences whether or not they are asked for it and there's usually no consideration of others they may have little tolerance for others and their differences i'm referencing philippians 2 1 through 4 there where humble people they practiced un- they practice unity based on their salvation because the reality is we're never going to see eye to eye with everyone we are not to set aside doctrinal truth and compromise the gospel in any way but we are to set aside personal opinions and preferences for the sake of unity and I referenced Ephesians chapter 4 verses 2 to 3 there okay number six prideful people are wise in their own eyes They may have a wrong or inflated view of themselves. Stuart Scott stated it this way. He said, they are a legend in their own mind, but what they really need is a loving dose of reality. They need to hear, what do you have that God didn't give you? And referencing, he referenced that 1 Corinthians 4, 7, where humble people are not wise in their own eyes. The sin of intellectual pride is ugly adam and eve thought they knew more than god and that led to disaster leon morris says so well he says the person who is wise in his own eyes is rarely so in the eyes of other people so reference in proverbs 3 7 there they so humble people they accurately view their gifts and abilities and they don't complain that they're not gifted as others or they they're not boasting in their own abilities all credit is given to the Lord that's Romans twelve 3. 7 number 7 prideful people have an unforgiving heart they may harbor bitterness or anger towards another sometimes unforgiveness or anger came about because the prideful person feels their quote rights or their quote perceived rights or expectations haven't been met They may rarely admit their need for forgiveness from others, either because they can't see it because of the sin of pride, or they aren't able to humble themselves before another person and seek forgiveness. Whereas a humble person forgives quickly because they are mindful that they have been forgiven much. They are mindful of the gospel and the forgiveness they have received in Christ, and they desire to be peacemakers. And I'm referencing Colossians 3 verses 12 through 14 there. Number eight, prideful people are not teachable. They may be know-it-alls. It may not surface outwardly, but it could be going on inside of them. They can struggle with being criticized or corrected. They may determine they have nothing to learn from anyone else. Where humble people have a teachable spirit. They understand that they don't know everything and can learn much from others by listening. They see a reproof as something the Lord may be trying to teach or to show them. They're open to listening to others, even when they think their way is right, because they realize they may have something to learn or they may not see things as clearly as they think. So I'm referencing here second Peter 3:18, Proverbs 9-8, Proverbs 27, 5 through 6, and 1 Corinthians 4:7. Number 9 prideful people tear others down and maximize other sin and shortcomings they see other people as the problem and they may find themselves doing things like gossiping or slandering others where humble people build others up they don't see themselves as better than others and they understand as the Apostle Paul did that they are the worst of sinners and they can say as John Bradford did but for the grace of God I go they don't gossip or slander, but they speak well of others. They only convey something negative about another person if it's for their good. I'm referencing here Proverbs eleven thirteen, Romans twelve sixteen, Ephesians three eight, and I think here always, if we applied Ephesians four twenty nine in our lives, there would be so much peace in our homes and churches and our relationships. And Ephesians four twenty nine reads, "Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion." That it may give grace to those who hear number 10 prideful people aren't focused on serving others but they're focused on what they can get they may not even think of others or if they do they think in terms in the way of quote what i can get from others they may not want to serve if there's no recognition or praise in it for them they would serve with wrong motives and i'm referencing here galatians 5 13 and ephesians two ten where humble people have servant's hearts. They're always looking for opportunities to serve others. They're washing the feet of the saints. They're loving and serving others selflessly. And that's the mark of their lives. And that's Galatians chapter five, verses 13 to 14. So we walk through 10 areas. And and as I state these 10 areas, it doesn't mean that, that every one of these is going to be a struggle in your life you know usually we we as individuals we struggle in certain areas so as i was even working through those i know the areas in my life where i struggle and those are areas where i want to be continuing to pray for the lord to reveal the sin to me and to make me as i said earlier to keep killing the sin Um, but i do want to share a few more manifestations of humility from Stuart scott's booklet with you for you to ponder on with me because if I'm going to be convicted I always say I don't want to be convicted alone I want to bring y'all with me here so here's just a few more thoughts uh, he said humble people they focus on Christ and the humble see Christ as their life and their first love there's no other thing or person that they must have through the day they talk to and they worship him often referencing their Philippians 1 and Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 humble people are gentle and patient they want to act like God and they are not focused on what they want they also want to love others the way God loves them they're willing to wait and they are not easily irritated reference in there Colossians chapter 3 12 through 14. humble people are good listeners they consider what others have to say as more important than what they have to say they take an interest in others by asking questions and listening self is not their primary focus. I'm thinking here, James one nineteen and Philippians 2 3 through 4. Humble people repent of sin as a way of life for them. They ask God daily for forgiveness and they work towards real change. 1 John 1 9 and 1 Timothy 4 7 through 9. So humble people are honest and open about who they are in the areas they need growth. Humble people ask for help and accountability in the repentance process, knowing they need their brothers and sisters in the faith, referencing their Philippians chapter three verses 12 through 14 and Galatians 6 two. So in this very short time here together, we can kind of see how our lives are marked by humility um we can also see areas of pride that we struggle with that we need to ask the lord for help with and i don't want to just leave us here so i'd like to work through some thoughts from stuart scott on how to move from pride to humility and i do again so recommend this little booklet to you from pride to humility and again i said earlier but it is it's just an excerpt from his chapter on humility and the exemplary husband but it was rewritten for all believers to you so it would be great to work through i think about this a lot in your homeschool or just with your kids when they're home in the evenings to work through with your older kids so some final thoughts here on how to get from pride to humility so Stuart Scott he states here I want to quote him here he says without humility there can be no true repentance or change so he says in other words we have to humble ourselves before god and then we can walk in humbleness it takes humility to learn humility that initial humbling of oneself is a response to the work of the spirit of god he says once we have rightly humbled ourselves before god there are things that we can do by god's grace to stay humble so he gives a list of 10 ways to be intentional in moving from pride to humility in his little booklet and i will put these in the show notes too so number one he says humble yourself with the gospel and a cross-centered perspective he references um james 4 7 there so i want to expand a little on this first thought because i think here to be practical is to start each day that we we recognize and we acknowledge our dependence on god and our great need for him right so we begin our day giving thanks to him and we're going to be diligent in our practice of the spiritual disciplines particularly in our time in the word and prayer i have a whole podcast series on the spiritual disciplines if you need a little refresher or some encouragement again and i will link to that And I'm, again, going to also link to episode 69 on preaching the gospel to yourself. That's just one to give a listen to periodically. He has number two, pray for God to search your heart by his spirit, with his word, and to help you repent of pride and grow in humility. See there, Psalm 139. Number three, study Jesus. Study his earthly example, especially in the gospels, referencing there, Matthew chapter 11, 28 to 30. He says to focus on jesus's humility number four ask others if you come across as prideful in any way he says you would do well to have a few people close to you to look over your self-evaluation of pride and humility and in he's referencing the evaluations that he has in this booklet and and give their thoughts on your assessment he says remember pride can be blinding number five Spend as much focused time as possible worshiping God. He gives examples of praising, prayer, reading, meditating on his word. He says, be sure to center in on the love of God demonstrated at the cross. Number six, practice the one another principles. So on on this one, I do want to tell you, Stuart Scott has a really good little devotional book on the one another's. I forgot what it's called. I, I feel like it's 31... 31 ways to love one another. I'll link it in the show notes, but if you look him up, you'll find it. But he, um, he also has a podcast that's called care of souls. And currently they're working through the excellent wife and the exemplary husband. It's an excellent podcast series to just listen to search care of souls, wherever you listen and you'll find it. But in in his season one of the podcast, he walked through the one another. So it's a good one to just listen to because they're pretty short little episodes. And they're pretty power-packed, so good stuff. So again, number six was practice the one another principles. Number seven, work to put off pride and put on humility at the level of your thoughts and motives. These were these were some good ones at the end. Hard ones, but good ones. Just a lot of meditating and thinking biblically here. Number eight, work to put off pride and put on humility at the level of your communication so now in our communication with one another number nine work to put off pride and put on humility at the level of your deeds so our service here and number 10 have the mindset that humility must be a way of life referencing Philippians 2 3 there So C.J. Mahaney has a book on humility, and he shares a conversation he had with Don Carson regarding a theologian who was known for his humility, who was named Carl Henry. So when Dr. Carson asked Mr. Henry how he had remained humble for so many decades, he responded, he said, how can anyone be arrogant when he stands beside the cross? So that really That right there needs to sum it up for us. How can anyone be arrogant or prideful, right? We could put in there when he stands beside the cross. So how can we allow pride to take a foothold in in any area of our lives when we stand beside the cross? John Stott stated, he said, far from offering us flattery, the cross undermines our self-righteousness and we can stand before it only with a bowed head and a broken spirit. So my friend, truly, Jesus is enough always. I'm As always, I'm so grateful for your time today. All the links and quotes, they're going to be in the show notes over at the blog at thankfulhomemaker.com. And I'll link to Stuart Scott's booklet, along with some other helpful resources on humility. And I'll link to that podcast, Care of Souls, and his One Another book too. And then also, if you're listening in when this podcast first dropped... Um, you know, we're in October, and the end of October brings about our little trick or treaters in our neighborhoods, but it also reminds those of us in the Protestant faith of an extremely important celebration reformation day right the day that martin luther nailed his 95 theses to the door of the wittenberg church and he did that on october 31st 1517 and that began what a continuing movement right praise god martin luther in that time he declared that the word of god was sufficient in the life of the church and the believer instead of tradition and the papal decrees. so martin luther was able to get god's word into the hands of the common people and this spread to geneva by john calvin and zurich by Ulrich. Zin- ulrich zwingli and scotland by john knox right so christianity spread through the world and continues to date to those who are saved by grace through faith in christ alone so friend i'm just sharing this because i have a post at the blog with books and articles and videos lots of freebie resources in there but lots of some good books to read too to help you and your family celebrate reformation day so if you need some ideas maybe to work together as a family or maybe you just want to find a good book to read I've got you covered in that post. I'll link to it in the main show notes. If you're on my blog and you're looking for it and you're currently listening to this right now, it's right on the front page. But if you're listening to this at a later time and you wanna find it, just find the search box on my blog and type in the word Reformation and it will come up. So my friend, I'm very thankful for you. I'm thankful for your time today. And as always, I do pray you have a very blessed week.